You just caught her dancing. <laughs> Welcome to the Hope Hotline. I'm sitting next to a person who can't sit still because no. if there's music, she's dancing. That's right. Today, I'm, this is impromptu. And one, this all is from Friday. One, 100%. Yeah, well, it didn't happen today. I, it was all Tracy's idea, actually. On Friday, when we did the podcast on what it looked like to be a Christian on a daily basis, I'm looking at Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then Tracy was afterwards, she's like, you know what? We should do the four essentials. I love the four essentials. Some of you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, the four essentials. But by the time the end of the podcast, you absolutely will understand what the four essentials are. And this chickie right here has taught on it. Yes, and I love the four essentials. I know. You're, they changed your life forever. They did. And you're going to share that with people. Absolutely. But she's taught on them, so who better <laughs> to teach us? <laughs> she needs, it, right, by the time it's all done, like this is like <laughs> a big deal for Vanessa. It's one thing for her to sit over there and like just impromptu say things. It's another. By the time this is done... She'll have no deodorant left under her I'm armpits. I'm sweating so bad. And <laughs> her hair, her bangs might be a little frayed from the sweat. We she have, might not look the good. same. This right here might not look as good by this. But she wore. I wore my hoops for extra confidence. Yes. So we have a question. On the block. We have a question from the audience. What? Um, Sean wants to know if this is another juicer promo show, prom- promo. Promotion. Oh. <gasps> Who does? Uh, Sean. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh. oh. That's why Logan's losing it. My goodness. <laughs> and then your husband. I, I don't, yeah. If anybody who can do a juicer commercial, I this mean, is nothing. No, your husband, you got Your husband's warming the crock pot over here for what you. What is he saying? He's oh, warming the crock pot. Already? Jeff's on. Hey, Jeff. What I does mean. the warming the crock pot mean? Oh. Does Go ahead, mean Logan. Really, is it really means that... He, you have something on in the crock pot? Or no. Is he the crock pot? Anybody yep. want to like chime in? No, go ahead, Vanessa. Vanessa's the crock pot. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Okay. So Heather just, so Tom and I were gone Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we came back. We left Monday. Sunday, we leave. We have meetings. We get out of here like at four o'clock. It's super late. Get over to the other side about eight o'clock to the West Coast, and crash. And I think we called, Heather, I think we called you and Travis, right? So I'm on the phone with Heather, and, Tra- and they're on speaker, and Tom's watching the football game. And Heather tells Tom, hey, how did you say it? Turn- what are you guys doing? Oh, she says, what are you guys doing? And I told her we were watching the football game. <laughs> she said, he, Tom needs to turn off the, the football game and turn me on. Whoa, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, jacket!" <laughs> you go, girl. So we oh, actually, man. I'm off. I'm coming off of a nice little. I would say it's yeah. a three dayer, but it's really not because it wasn't a three dayer. But I kid you not. We get there at eight o'clock. We probably went to bed about midnight. Got up. Both of us went our separate ways to go exercise because he prays in the morning and I, I pray in the morning. So I found, I went walking and in about 45 minutes to an hour, I found a Starbucks because I couldn't find the dadgum coffee place in the, the thing. And yeah, I, 
you're right. Why am I exercising with the Starbucks? <laughs> I understand that. But listen, I'm working off some calories here. That's right. So I can gain some calories. Come on. And I Preach. did. I found that Preach. Starbucks. Tom Tom went some way. He was not pleased with his selection and the direction he went walking. Uh, I, on the other hand, found the, the hot spots. It was great walking, great fun. Came back. He kept exercising. I took a nap. Then I think I got lunch for us. And then I took another nap. Sounds lovely. And then, kid you not, we, like, all the way up until, I don't even know what time, we talked and talked and talked Mm. and talked and talked and talked and talked. It was probably, like, midnight. We ended up eating in. We totally called room service because we were like, you know what? I don't think I want to get out. I don't want to go out of the room. Yeah. So that's how we normally vacation back in the day. We never, we maybe went and saw the sights for an hour. Yeah. That's how you do it. And then we'd cry. I slept so much, much needed sleeping, apparently. I loved every minute of it. (laughs) I slept more. When I was born, my mother would have to wake me up. I slept through the night. Me wake too. me up. Me too. I would, yes, a great would sleeper. have to wake me up to feed me. Yeah. Slept through the night yep. immediately. Mm-hmm. This incredible. girl likes to sleep. Same. Nothing's changed. That's what Tom uh, says. Nothing's changed amen. since you were born. Logan, I bless you and find favor for your baby. Yes. Amen. amen. I actually prayed that over both my kids. Six weeks they were sleeping through the night. And oh, pretty much from the beginning, lovely. they were like waking up once. Mm. It was. It was a piece of cake. That's nice. It was easy. So we, we did pray that. They would love to sleep. You hear that, So Logan? I'm coming off of vacation. I'm talking a little, little fast because I'm well-rested. I like it. I like this, ver- this version of It's pretty hope. dang great. <laughs> um, so, Tracy, you want to hook us up with all the stuff that we need to know before we get into it? Please. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to go right into the merch. And I just want you guys. Oh, to uh, I'm muting everybody else. I'm the only one available right now. Um, so we have um, the shop now link at foundationchurchfl.com and you can shop right now. Um, you can do that while you're multitasking and uh, listening to this great conversation that's going to be had. But before, before you run to the shop um, and pick up your Hope Hotline mug, which you can also get in our merch store at um, at church because you should be there on Sunday because you can't mess out. Um, but the spoon and the shirt, I think the shirt's available too. Where's Okay, Heather's gone. Um, I think we have the spoon and the shirt available too. So um, please, please go do that. And then, but before we do anything else, please um, like, share, subscribe, comment um, on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, and Black Robe. And by now you guys know how to do all the good things. Um, and you know, it's Christmas season. I don't know if you noticed, but hope has a new background cause it's Christmas time. So we get Christmas Eve service on Sunday, December 24th. It starts at 7 PM. Um, in case you missed the memo, we are having church Sunday morning too. So we expect you to be there both times. Um, uh, pastor Tom may or may not speak. It's us. It's, it's always, you never know. Um, so bring your friends and family cause it will be a great time. This, this year is going to be full of surprises. Um, we have our Grinch <laughs> breakfast. This is for Foundation Kids, Foundation Church Kids, uh, families. This is not a drop-off event, so you will be hanging out as well. Um, when you register for that and for the Christmas Eve service, we need you guys to tell us exactly how many people are coming with you so that we can make sure everybody has enough food. Um, and we're going to move on pretty quickly today. We've got Hope's Favorite Things 
If you've been paying attention, you know we have already announced the Longhorn gift card. We, we have the famous Gold Bond neck cream, the infamous Hope Hotline mug, and, oh, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kristen's husband. Yeah, you got a text he from Lee. He sent me a picture of yeah. himself. Yeah. And he says, everything tastes better out of this mug. Oh, That's sweet. Lee. And it does. I can Listen, promise you. If they want to get if that mug, a picture, if he gets a picture of him drinking out of that mug. I do have he, a picture of it. Of him? Yeah. Okay, we might have to We might have to show everybody that this is for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dude drinking yeah, out a of dude. A, a Hope Hotline mug. <laughs> I love that. Come on. Come on. And he's a cutie pie on top of that. Look at this. Look at this mug. Look at that picture. What a great photographer. Whoever I took know. that. Oh, my wow. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Brindley goes, Tracy. <laughs> hey, listen, a little confidence will go a long uh, way. Hey, you know. Um, okay, so, yes, please. The mug will make make your life different. I mean, you can even ask Vanessa. She got hers for being a guest today. So we've got the coconut body butter, which Hope swears by the coconut 100%. Is the right one. All yeah. the other ones are wrong, so don't even try them. What's the one, Talia? What's the one that you had that smelled good but stunk? She had the lavender. Oh. Oh, that's I, I the know. one your mom has. Mom, we need you to chime in right now. You better be watching at all Tell times. Tell us if it stinks or not. Does it stink? Does it not stink? Not the smell. Not the smell. The like, is it? Yeah, is it like butter? Because this stuff's supposed to be like butter. Thank you. The mm. coconut, you, do, you have to work it. The coconut, you don't work it. Okay. Um, also, we found out that different people are working at different times, that and is different true. people make different stuff. So, Logan not, did not, okay, I was going to name names, but <laughs> since Hope's even <laughs> names, <laughs> apparently some of these Buff City body butter I, I feel makers. Bad for people who don't have Buff City, I do no. too. I, I mean, I didn't have Buff City. I don't know what I did without it beforehand. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's my, it's my jam. Their laundry detergent. So Ooh, good. Laundry Off detergent. Narcissist. Narcissist is the commando. Yes. Uh, oh, oh. I'm a commando. I like the commando. I'm a narcissist. Commando. commando. Yeah. It's the best. But that goes with that goes without saying. Listen. I might be a narcissist. No. <laughs> <laughs> there might be reasons for that. Okay. So today's new. Oh, I'm um, so excited about this. I don't even know what it is. I know you don't. Well, you do, but you don't. Okay, so her new favorite thing, which I have actually experienced now, is... <gasps> what is it? The it's Thrive, my Thrive Mascara. Yes. Serum hooked me on that. Like, I'm, I am hook, line, and sinker. And, and uh, Vanessa just got to see it because she was in looking at my makeup I bag. I was checking and her And she's like, oh, bag. this is what it is. I'm um, telling you right now, people... You don't. You haven't experienced a good mascara until Thrive, and I okay. didn't think that. You know, when Sarah gave me all these things, I was like, "Oh, this is sweet." Like she gave me her favorite things. This is how we came up with this idea. Sarah gave me her favorite things, and all of her favorite things, I love. And this is probably top of the list besides this stuff that she puts. She gave me to put on my. Um, my um, eyelashes before. What's the name of that stuff, Vanessa? Because she just it's gave it to you. It's a primer. Oh yeah, for your it's lashes. a primer. It, yeah, it, yeah, is yeah. it? Doesn't it make them curl? But mine's super curly it's like already. Curl boosting primer that you put before and then the mascara on top. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, women, it's good. And men who are trans, you'll love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just saying. 
Just saying. Your mug. <laughs> we're for all people, but we're just going to get you saved at the end of it. Oh, That's it. Okay. That's, right. that's special. So anyways, the Thrive Liquid Lash Extension Mascara is one of Hope's favorite the things. Best. And that will be yours if you listen for the every, listen every podcast for the secret word. So every single podcast we've had a secret word um, from how many days ago now? Well, two weeks ago. Um, and we will just continue. And it's going to be a phrase. And it will make you maybe smile. It might make you cry. It might just it make, make you, you repent. <laughs> come to Jesus. You never Who know. Knows. You you never know. You know so, what? I'm going to go back to that Thrive Mascara really okay. quick. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just going to tell you that, which you can only see. Oh, wait a minute. Just go, yeah, no, towards each other. My face towards each other. Okay, you uh, just uh, want me, want me to do this? Want me to do this? Is that okay? Oh, have. No. I was making it so I looked like the guy from uh, Batman who like burned half of his face and the oh, other half two looked face. good. <laughs> two face. That's what I was trying to be right here. Like, what would that be like? There you go. Oh, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I can't do lefts and rights. No, you can. Okay, I'm whatever. No better. What is that? I'm oh, no yeah. Ooh, look at you, Havzy. Look at, look at do both. Do both. Do both. Uh, Come on, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Just for a second. Just right for one there. second. Ooh. Right, don't move. Havzy. Wow. Oh, crap. I moved. <laughs> There we, go. Made. there we go. Oh, smile. Okay, I'll take a picture. <laughs> okay, so I want to tell you guys the Thrive Mascara. I don't have false eyelashes. Right. Like, I don't do fake eyelashes. Yeah. I don't. I have long eyelashes. And I've, I think that that stuff makes my eyelashes seem longer than what they really are. Mm. Like, and usually I've all my life been asked, do you have fake eyelashes? And I... I think they're even longer with this stuff and they're not clumpy. Mm. Oh yeah. That's huge. That's huge. huge. Cause usually Nobody wants it's, clumpy it's if you want lashes. to have thick eyelashes, it's usually not you're, you're having to forsake something to have a decent eyelash. Right. Sorry, men, this is boring for you. I'm just saying <laughs> women, there's something to be said for a nice eyelash. I agree. Mascara. Yeah, I agree. What is that? Yeah, buy your wife Ooh, that mascara for Christmas. I'm telling you, she'll love it. And with the primer and the primer, the primer, yep. just in case you don't win this, Curl. I'm you will you will be like a number one. Yeah, Curl Boosting. I think it's made by Lamcomb. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Curl Boosting. It's white primer. It's a white container. That's how you're gonna know it's the right one. But I'm just saying. Uh, and your lashes nothing. will be lashing. And if you do have fake eyelashes. Like, Sarah, she does not have fake eyelashes, I don't think. Hers is super yeah. long, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm just saying, if you do have them, they'll, they'll be on fleek. Come on. Mm -hmm. It's giving, uh -huh. it's uh -huh. giving lashes. That's right. Okay, what are we doing next? Oh, okay, um, okay, go just, ahead. Just that, just so that we'll, we'll have a secret word for today. It will be said at some point, and then you just need to write down... Because, I mean, we're trying not to have cheaters win. So Hope doesn't care, but I do. And so we just want you to know I'm the times. you do care. Time, I, because this is important. This is important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so every every podcast, I'm and I answer the emails. So I'm oh. going to be looking for the timestamp. And Tracy's that you didn't look. I, that was the most frustrating thing. I'm going to put myself on. Real quick. Yeah, you go ahead, girl. Do it. When you were studied really hard, because that was not something I did very often. Heather, you probably understand this. The one time you studied hard for a test, and then the person next, the boy next to you cheated off of you. But you worked so hard that one time, and then you're like, forget it. I'm never doing this again. I'm going to be the one that looks. So I, was, this time, I was always the one that looked. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> See? That's why you don't care. No. <laughs> so if you want to win, 
if you want to win all these amazing products, which we haven't even, I don't, listen, there's more to come. And some of them are going to be like, <gasps> I don't remember them all. Okay. I don't either. I have one. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be really I'm exciting. Excited to, I'm excited to find out what my I'm, favorite things are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I forgot what my favorite and things are. And I helped her come up with the list. This is all Vanessa's Do you idea. Vanessa? This whole thing is Vanessa's idea. Way to go, Vanessa. I know. Fanny. I'm so Love cool. it. <laughs> oh. Somebody's getting acclimated to the podcast <laughs> yeah. and to the microphone. The sweating oh, man, has I'm taking over, guys. Stopped. That's it. <laughs> the sweating has stopped. No, the she's... sweating is continuing. <laughs> So, um, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Okay, so put oh, wait, everybody just on. Kidding. One more. One okay, more. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'll put myself on. Um, Bobski, my mom, said that it is like butter. So, oh, Talia, I'm sorry. That, so, Logan's right. Yeah, sorry, so, Talia. Talia. so whoever you, made Talia's. She got the back, like it was like she the got last the bad, one. Did yeah. you get the scrub, maybe? No, she, got, she brought it to my house. I was like, this is terrible. Butter. Yeah. It literally is like chalk. No, yeah. Mom said, I like said, no, butter. I'm going to buy that one again. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. But it goes to prove Logan's point. It depends on who's sense. making it. That makes sense. It's not good. So over there, yeah. peanut gallery. So Vanessa's <laughs> back, but so is Sarah. Yeah. we got a whole group Sarah. of people here today. So Sarah is in her workout gear because Sarah's working hard. Yeah, she is. Yeah, girl. And she's a little sore. So. But she's pink pro. So whatever that means, that's what her hat says. <laughs> she's a pink pro today. God bless. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to mean. That could go a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We're not going to even try and figure it out. Yeah. Because we got 42 minutes to go and we got a lot to cover. We do. Do we? We do. <laughs> whether you want to or not. <laughs> so. Okay. Wait. I'm ready for you guys to depart. Thank you. Okay. Us too. <laughs> Bring it back to us. <laughs> I never. I, know, I never say. I no, no, that's good. I love it. Go away. Never. <laughs> no, you don't. Normally, you I'm like, have. girls, put Please yourself, put yourself on. on. But yeah. tonight, today, we got things go away. to do. I get it. I will be going back to you guys. Yeah, for sure. But okay, so when we talked last Friday, it was about. How to walk out your Christian walk on a daily basis. And what is, if you use these four things, we call them the four essentials. They're things that Tom actually created. Yeah. Well, he didn't create them because once you hear them, you're going to be like, those aren't created. But he put them together. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay? And because if you do these four essentials, what I talked about on Friday is how you walk out a daily, daily life. Yeah. Like, it's simple. It's simple, but not easy. Because you have to put in the work and you have to be consistent with it. And consistency is extremely difficult for many. Discipline and consistency are probably the toughest things that I think people across the board have a hard time doing. Yeah. Because once something becomes a habit and and mundane, more so mundane. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, it sounds great to work out until you've been doing it for about six months, maybe even less, three months. And then you're like, is this, is this it? Yeah. It don't get any better than this. No, it doesn't get any better. In fact, it gets worse. That's the truth. So you just got to like, you got to fight through. It's what I call, well, it's what Tom and I always call the grind. You got to grind. If you want to see success in anything in life. You got to grind. It's, it's what the word calls enduring. 
And if you don't endure through the tough times, yeah. then you don't get to the success or you don't get through the process of whatever you're grinding and enduring through. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but what I find fascinating is how and why you implemented the four essentials. Like, I know that the four essentials weren't taught to you when you first started coming. So, like, yeah. and last, and on Friday, you talked about, which you, you uh, were a little bit more, um, uh, like, you were vague when you were talking. So, you explained it a little bit more detail. Yeah. But we were talking about, words and mm-hmm. like words specifically of vulgarity things like uh cussing and things like yeah. that you really which i thought you were saying you cussed but you didn't realize that cussing or foul language was wrong which you said no you really didn't i mean yeah. uh, ex- except for one word really to speak of yeah. you didn't really cuss everybody else around you did but yeah. but you didn't realize it so god never spoke to you about it for the most part, because it wasn't a part of your life. It was just a part of everybody else. But I'll let you go and, and tell your story about, because you're from New York. Yeah. And so before I... Don't like, hold that against her. Please for don't. The, for the record. Please don't. I'm from Brooklyn. And if you know anything about New York, like us Brooklynites are a little different. We're a little spicy. But the Lord, the, but the Lord has done a work. I see. And I went to New York. I only have gone to Manhattan. Manhattan, right. right? Right. And I was telling you guys this, like when I went to New York City, everybody gives New York uh, people from New bad York rap. a bad rap. Bad rap. Oh my gosh, we're they were great. the nicest, gosh. sweetest. They were super. Like mm-hmm. I, if I had to deal with the amount of tourists on a daily basis having to get to my job, mm-hmm. walking to yeah. it in the cold and in the rain, and if I had to deal with the amount of tourists that n- people from New York deal with, right. Uh, like, there'd be no one we have left. To endure. I went to um, college, but they're so sweet. Yeah, they are, and we are. I went to college, and on my the street that my college was on, um, they filmed Law and Order. Oh my goodness! And so there was constantly like trailers, and I would always like walk slowly by the trailers, just in case they needed an extra. Never happened. Well, they let's never, remember what you look like at the time. I don't think they were looking for extras that look like you. You made up for two. Listen. They would need two. They they weren't looking for two extras. They were only looking for one. Wow. <laughs> I can't with her. I really can't with her. But she's not lying. Okay. That's the thing. She's not lying. My goodness. So I feel like before I like jump into the four essentials, I feel like it's important that you kind of know a little bit of my background because I, I grew up a Christian. I was raised in a, in a Christian home for the most part. My mom raised us in church. Um, I'm actually a product of children's church. So all of you, um, children volunteers, like what you're doing on a daily basis, you're sowing seeds that will like yield a beautiful harvest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, we need more volunteers in that department, those two <laughs> exactly. departments. We always need more volunteers in those Always, departments. always. Yeah. Children's I'm not church. kidding. Sign up today. Yeah. Go ahead. And so every Sunday I was, you know, at my home church, but also every Saturday, a yellow school bus used to come and pick up all the neighborhood kids. I was one of those neighborhood kids. And they would take us to Saturday, Sunday school. They would put a huge, like, permanent marker number on your hand so they knew that you were you belonged to the right Sunday 
School bus. School bus. Mm-hmm. So they didn't lose you. I'm like, I think back on that time and I have no idea how my mother even allowed that. But here I am, like five years old, climbing into this yellow school bus, going to Saturday, Sunday school every single week. And I was um, disciples kind of there. And then I grew up and I got too old for the program. So I couldn't attend anymore. And so my way around that was, well, I'm going to, I'm going to start volunteering. And so I started um, getting on the school bus and picking up the neighborhood kids around my neighborhood um, that were younger than me. And so I volunteered for a long time and then they invited me to um, come on staff. And so I worked for the church for um, many, many years. And that's how I met Jeff. He was an intern that came to learn about the program. Um, It's called Metro World Childs, and if you look it up, it's super huge and popular and like known for their children's ministry program. And so people from all around the world would come and learn the program and then implement it at their home church, mainly for inner city ministry. Gotcha. It it specialized in inner city ministry. Because you're having to pick up kids that... Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. so um, Jeff... um, he was an intern and then they, he was just so good at it that they invited him off of the internship to um, stay on as staff. And so that's how Jeff and I um, kind of met and we got married soon after. And so we did that. We did full-time ministry for a long time. We were children's pastors in California for a couple of years at a mega church and um, that didn't pan out as well as we thought it would. And- <laughs> Well, yeah, I can get into that, but I probably won't. Um, And that led us to Alabama, to Mm -hmm. a a smaller scale church in Alabama, but still pretty large. Kind of same thing happened. And that's why most people people join the ministry and they don't even make it four years. Truth. The average pastor pastors no more than seven years. Yeah. And then they quit. I believe that. Mm hmm. And so from Alabama, uh, a church in Florida kind of um, invited us to come on. And so we did that. We were children's pastors at a church in Port Charlotte um, nearby. And, and then that didn't pan out for a lot of the same reasons why the other churches didn't. Um, and if you know anything about ARC churches and all of that, it was just... But it's so funny because yeah. they were all associated related churches, but none of them held that name. They were all denominational churches. Yeah. Like names that all of us know and know yeah. well, know very well. Yeah. You can be ARC and still have a different title. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And so by the time we made our way to Foundation Church, I was a little battled fatigued. I was a little jaded, um, kind of like I told Jeffrey, I remember when we decided to that Foundation Church was our home, and I knew immediately as soon as I walked in, you actually greeted us at the door and you like showed us around. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember you. That's crazy. Um, and we sat down and after that service, and we had before that we had we had like gone to every single church in our area. And we knew immediately that they were not our church in the same way that we knew immediately that Foundation Church was our church. Um, and so I remember on our way back home, I said, Jeff, this is our home church now, but I am not volunteering. I am going to be a nice 
pew warmer is what I told him. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and that lasted a whole two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. Yeah. If, you're, if you um, have a calling of ministry on your life, yeah. it's a fire that's burning in your bones, right? It burns up yeah. in your bones. And you can't, like, you can't not do it. It's a fire that burns you, burns inside of you. Yeah. You can't not, not minister. Yeah. And you and Pastor Tom took us out to dinner um, shortly after and mm-hmm. just like hearing your hearts and just like seeing um, just how, how healthy leadership was. Like it was so refreshing, especially coming from um, the background that we had come from. Um, and so it was like almost like taking a breath, like, ah. Uh, Okay. And I think we're celebrating our 10th year now attending, which is like at least huge. I know that's so 10 that years with speak, a church. It's it's a big deal. I mean, people a lot of people like are very transient. Most mm-hmm. churches can't say that they even have a handful of people yeah. that have been with them that long or even from the beginning. Yeah. It's very rare that you even have one couple, maybe two couples Mm -hmm. that started with you from the beginning. And it's important to note that every single church that we had left in the past, we didn't leave until the Holy Spirit released us. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to get offended anywhere, right? You're going to get your feelings hurt anywhere. But if you make that clear indication, I'm not going to leave until the Holy Spirit releases me, then, you know, it's just so the fact that we've been here for 10 years just that should show that things are pretty healthy here. And it's yeah. such a rarity. It is a rarity to find a church. I mean, I've gone to plenty myself. Yeah. I'm 56, so it's a lot of years. of uh, I have probably never seen, and I, and I know that's saying something because I'm married to him, but I know him well, obviously. Yeah. And I've never uh, been under somebody who has been as real. Mm-hmm has been as transparent um, and really, really goes after being holy and wanting to please God on a daily basis. Whatever that looks like, it's if you want me to lay that down, I'm laying it down. If you want me to pick that up, I'll pick that up. Dying to himself, I I don't think I've met anybody that's done that. Now, I will tell you this, like being under Pastor Rodney, and knowing him like mm-hmm. I do, it's the only pastor that I can say that is very much close to Tom. Like, they're very different, but Pastor Rodney is the same exact mm-hmm. way, and he is one of the most selfless individuals I've ever met in my life. Now, he's mm-hmm. he's difficult to please because he has a high expectation, yeah. which we all should. Which We're doing good. things unto the Lord. Yeah. So you better have, you better be doing things in excellence, and if you're not, that's st- meeting at that stand, meeting things at that standard, then maybe you don't need to be doing that. Yeah. But as far as like being honest and transparent, mm-hmm. that's, I don't know if I've ever met anybody outside of Tom, but I can truly say, I feel like Pastor Rodney fits that mm-hmm. bill too. But a lot of people are not like that. No, it is rare. And that's why we just, we love being here. We love serving. It's easy to serve here. Um, and I keep showing up. Oh, thank you, Jesus, because you're actually on the worship team. That would be pretty rough yeah, if you were not. Right? But um, So what I loved about the four essentials, so right, this is a series that Pastor Tom did very early, um, soon, after the, soon after we started attending. 
And I think it was like a four, I can't remember now, but I think it was like a four week it's, series. It, is usually, it was, I, b- I believe it yeah. was, it might've been five weeks, yeah. but he broke each essential down yeah. into a sermon. Yes. And like the years, all the years that I had been working in ministry, like I, I was doing all the things, right? And so I was, I was working for the Lord and I was, I, was, I had my hands in so many things. However, I lacked intimacy with the Lord. It's, it's the, and so because of, of that, I, I wrestled with anxiety. I wrestled with fear. And it's because I was, I was too much like Martha and not enough Mary, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that story is found in Luke 10. If you wanted to go back and read that story. Do you have that Luke 10? No, no. Okay. But if you wanted to go back and and read the story of um, uh, Mary and Martha, like Martha was kind of getting upset at Mary because what Mary was doing was sitting at the feet of Jesus. But what does, what was Jesus response to Mary? Like she was doing, she was corrected and it wasn't the necessarily the nicest correction. Yeah. Yeah. She was corrected. She chose, she chose the best. Well, Martha was sternly corrected and Mary, he, he, he basically said that she was doing what was the best and that, um, he was there for such a short period of time and that she should be doing the same thing. Right. And so I kind of felt, um, leading up to this series, like I was, I was kind of like being busy and not enough like sitting at the feet of Jesus. And so what the four essentials did for me, it was so practical. And I think that's why I loved it so much because it was like, do these four things. You know what too, I would say, um, you, you talked about, you talked about, uh, to me, like when you first came Mm. to the church, you were burned out. I was so burnt out. And do you know that believers should never be burned out? Right. You should, if you're burned out, then you're scripturally not right. I feel like I'm doing more now than I was then, and I don't feel burnt out. And do you know why you're not burnt out? Because I'm doing the four essentials. Because you're doing the four essentials. <laughs> you cannot, uh, no Christian can do, no Christian yeah. should ever be yeah. burned out. It's not possible. It is not possible yeah. to be burned out when perspectives and priorities are in place. Absolutely. It's not possible. So when people tell me, I'm just burned out, I'm like thinking, well, thank you for giving me the inside mm-hmm. look at to where you are spiritually Absolutely. speaking because you're not right. Yep. You cannot be there. Yep. People get mad at you because they think, no, no, you don't understand. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Yeah. Biblically, you're out of order. But go ahead because it's all based on the four essentials. So yeah. keep going, girl. And so when he started that series, I was like, wait, this sounds way too simple. Like, What? these four things. Um, and so I started applying those things and up before I started to apply those things, I was kind of wrestling with a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. Um, and I just thought it was normal. Everybody has anxiety. Everyone struggles with fear, right? Yeah. And but so, they don't. And, but they don't. And, and so when he started this, this, um, series, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. Every single day. And I did. And my life and my walk with the Lord is night and day. Mm-hmm. Night and day. And so, like, whenever, like, we're meeting together, it's, 
every I mean, my girls are are right here. Like I bring up the four essentials a lot because mm-hmm. it was that revolutionary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are the four essentials? Just go. We'll, we're gonna go through them. Yeah. But just hit, let's hit all four, and then we can we'll break them down as you see fit. So prayer, Bible study, worship, and fellowship. I mean, how hard is that? It's so, so simple. That's so technical. <laughs> I think a rocket scientist would need to be able to Remember understand that, that. that commercial? That was easy, right? Oh, yeah. That, that button? Little, it's like staples. That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's so easy, but we make it so difficult right. because guess why? We put ourselves mm. in the mix. Mm-hmm. We become carnal. And when we become carnal, what is simple becomes difficult. Absolutely. And what I love about the four essentials, like it can serve anybody. It can serve me as someone who is a seasoned Mm -hmm. believer, but it can also serve the new believer who just accepted Jesus as their personal savior yesterday. Yeah, because if you know to do those four things every single day as a new believer, then you got it made. Right. It's discipleship. It builds a solid foundation for the new believer. And then for the seasoned believer like myself, it propels us to the next level. Mm-hmm. I love it. I know. It's super important. I feel like I'm on an infomercial like, <laughs> that never tasted so good. Like, I, I will sell What's this. What, did, uh, what, is, uh, what is the thing that um, starts with the emerald? What did he used to say? Bam. bam. Yeah. Bam. That's what I feel like you should be going. Prayer. Bam. Bam. Yeah. I mean. It's super it's, simple. It is. So talk about, let's talk about prayer. Yeah, let's so do it. So let's talk about prayer, but like how, and let's make it a life applicable thing as far as what yeah. you did with it. Yeah. So um, for prayer for me was, I did it whenever I needed something. I prayed when I was kind of in a bind or if I can like, if I like thought about it, but it wasn't, I didn't have like a lifestyle of prayer. Okay. And so what is a lifestyle of prayer? How do you see that? Okay. So for me, in the way that I apply it to my life, like as soon as I wake up, Mm -hmm. I thank the Lord. Um, One thing that Jeff and I have um, incorporated is we'll wake up before the sun and sit outside on our porch and watch. That sounds horrible. (laughs) I know. It's lovely. Oh my gosh. What time would that be? Um, Now that the time has changed, it's like... 6, 15-ish. Now, I get up at 4, and I pray. Yeah. But I'm not, but I usually allow myself to go back to sleep. Yeah. You're not going no, back to sleep. No, we're not. Yeah, no. Yeah. We're up. Um, That's rough. And we sit, and we and we play worship music, and I'm reading the word, and I have a, a list. I have a running list on my phone of what I'm yeah. praying for and what I'm believing for. Yeah. That I, is yeah. super wise. Yeah. Everybody should have a list yeah. and then watch God cross oh, them off. Oh, that's my favorite part. All the time. And then dating it on when he's done it. Because then you have a faith journey as well. Yeah. And if you're going about to, when you're going through something, that list, you can go back to it and say, well, if he did it, then he'll yeah. do it now. It's yeah. super important. It's super important. So go ahead. Yeah. So that's what, pr- and then having a lifestyle prayer for me is, just having a, and you, you um, touched on this, I think it was last week, but just having a, a constant conversation with the Lord. You have thoughts anyway in your brain, mm-hmm. right? Why not just direct them towards God? <laughs> well, and ma- make them be less about you. Because a lot of times when we have conversations in our minds, it's conversations that always go back to us. Mm-hmm. 
which is not healthy. Implosion is not good. Yeah. But when it's always outside of yourself, even if it's mm. prayer for someone or about something, for example, if you, I would say, we got business owners in here, like your husband's a yeah. business owner, Tracy's husband's a business owner, Tracy's a business owner, Sarah's a business owner. So we'll put it in this perspective because it makes the most sense to me. You could say that um, sometimes when uh, somebody's a business owner and things are, they're trying to cultivate things or they're trying to increase the business or they're walking through a situation in that business, which you oftentimes can sit there and have conversations in your head with Mm. the person you have the problem with or Mm. about the problem or whatever. But it goes back to speak to the mountain. Don't speak to God about the mountain. Speak to the mountain. So when you find yourself in those times, if you direct that conversation and you're directing God um, and, and, and telling him, I believe this and I stand on that, yeah. what happens is it's less about you mm. and it's more about the proclamation and the, and the speaking life over the situation versus it all coming back to you and you Absolutely. being so angst and so upset and yeah. so bothered. Nothing, so, nothing yeah. solved, but most of the time, that's what we do. We have a conversation to ourselves about it versus talking and having a, yeah. a, a conversation with the Holy Spirit that says, this is what I believe, this is what yeah. I'm standing on, and this is what I know God's Word says is true. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different perspective. One's imploding, mm-hmm. one is proclaiming. 100%. And prophetically speaking, because life and death, Absolutely. it's proclaiming things. So go ahead. Yeah, and when we have a lifestyle prayer, we magnify the Lord, Right. And we, yeah. we tend to, because a lot of times we tend to magnify other things in our life and it's very self-focused. And when we are praying and we have a lifestyle prayer, we're, we're magnifying God above all, all else, right? And the, above all those, all, whatever, all those you're, yeah. whatever you're walking through. Absolutely. Yeah. And the word tells us to pray without ceasing, right? Mm-hmm. It's in there for a reason. Oh yeah. And, and so for me, it's just having that lifestyle of just in constant communication. And when we're doing that, we're, we're making ourselves ready in season and out of season, right? Mm-hmm. We're not waiting till something happens. We're not waiting till we're sick or someone we love is sick to kind of get serious with our prayers, right? We're, we're in a constant communication with the Lord. So when, when, when issues like that do happen and when issues like, do that, like that do pop up. There's a covering. We're sharp. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. You're not taken aback or off guard. I will say that um, even with prayer, a lot of times people think prayer is a self mm-hmm. is self motivated and self reflection. But I would say if, even if you have loved ones that aren't saved, yeah. you're putting out there a constant covering yeah. over them, a hedge of protection over you. You say, well, God, uh, and I believe this. Like they're not under God's covering. They're not yeah. being, but I've been there where I wasn't under God's mm. covering and the prayers of the righteous avail much yeah. is what the word says. My parents' prayers mm. over my safety and me coming back is why I'm sitting mm. at this, this seat right now. That's powerful. So if we just focused on those things, literally all day, pray without ceasing, pray over your kid yeah. continuously or your grandbabies or whatever, you say, well, I can't do that the whole entire day. Well, you might not be able to do it the whole entire mm-hmm. day, but you can 
have them constantly in your yeah. heart so that when there is that moment, you're speaking to that. And here's yeah. the thing. Again, we don't fight against flesh and blood, mm. but of spirits and principalities. So the thing is, is when you are praying over your children, your grandchildren, or whatever the case may be, you're fighting things in the spiritual realm. Absolutely. Huge, huge, huge importance. Go ahead. So we, let's go to the next one. Yeah, that's, so that's prayer. That's what prayer looks prayer like. Prayer is important. Um, the next one is Bible study. Mm. People love that. <laughs> they love that. See, the thing is, is they rather read a devotional. Oh, I lit- that's literally my notes. They rather read a devotional. And they definitely, if they're going to read the Bible, it's going to be a, maybe a chapter. Yeah. Let's get through this chapter. How many right. verses is in this thing? Oh, my gosh. This one's 44 verses. <laughs> and then yeah. they love the one that's 12. It's like, but the thing is, is it doesn't say to read the word. What does it say? Bible study. Bible study. That means you have to yeah. study the Bible. If you're, we were in Spanish, if we were speaking Spanish, study would come before Bible, correct? Because a lot of times they put little words. Yeah, in. yeah. It's, so it's, study the Bible. Absolutely, Not, Bible study. Mm-hmm. And and that was that was number one on my list. People w- would much rather um, read Jesus Calling oh, or like all day long a devotionable a, de- a devotionable. Listen to me, um, ESL. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so if a I devotion? say. If I say words that don't make sense, that's probably why. Um, but people find it easier to read a devotional about God's word than his actual words. Oh, yeah. Because and they, I was guilty of that. Because they're too afraid that they won't understand it, but they've never even really tried to find a good Bible that they understand. And yeah. I'm not talking the NIV. The New yeah. Living Translation is phenomenal. If you can't understand the Amplified, right. we're in big trouble. True. The Amplified breaks it down. True. Like, and there's two versions. There's the classic and then the, the regular yeah. version. There's um, no reason not to. Yeah. And so, um, and a lot of times people will read their Bible um, just to check it off of their oh, like, yeah. I'm a good Christian list. This is what I did today. And they like do a chapter a day. And so when we move past, when we move from doing that into actually studying God's word, so many people want a word from the Lord. So many people want... Um, to hear God's voice, yet they won't open up their word. They won't study His words, and it's His His words are are alive and they're and they're they're given to us. And so, um, re, uh, for like Bible study, probably looks different for me than it does for you. Everybody's always yeah. like that, right? Yeah, because we all have our own ways that we learn. Exactly. For me, I I kind of do both. I will right now. The Lord has me in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Sarah? The Lord has me in Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been studying through Isaiah, but also um, as a group, and we'll get into fellowship in a little bit, but as a group, um, Tracy and I lead a, a ladies group um, every Tuesday. And if you're a lady and you're local and you want to connect, slip into my DMs. Um, <laughs> um, no, no comment. Yeah, and so as a group, we're studying um, identity, so the subject of identity, and like and and searching the word, the the, the Bible for um, uh, verses that that speak on identity. So I I I kind of have two like two different things going on, studying the book of Isaiah um, because that's where God wants me, and I'm literally just reading and allowing God to show me. And then uh, as well as studying um, identity. Yeah. yeah. Because so much of, 
so much of what we struggle with as Christians is because we don't know who who we are in Christ. Yeah. And our authority as believers. Yeah. And the promises that yeah. we can stand on. Yeah. I think that more people don't understand the promises. Yeah. And they and and so that fall goes back on am I worthy enough mm. to get the promises? Yeah. You are. Yeah. You are. You're the righteousness of God. You know I mean and the other thing is is like he calls us sons and daughters. Mm. If you're a son or a daughter Come on. of the Most High, like what what good parent holds back from any child? Mm. And I'm not saying, I didn't say what parent. I said what good, good parent. <laughs> what good parent holds anything back from their children? Yeah. Not, there's no good parent yeah. that does that. But, it, but let's elevate it to what great parent because mm. God is the greatest of the, the great. greatest. So... What would the greatest, because it even says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more will your father in heaven? So for yeah. me, it's like, we're just good. He's great. So like, we don't even understand. So it even goes, the promises even go far beyond yeah. what we even can even yeah. comprehend yeah. for ourselves. Absolutely. And something that I learned from you, Hope, um, is that when when reading the word, like, Taking into account the culture, right? The time period. Yep. Reading it through more of a Western, Eastern, no, Eastern mindset yeah. instead of a Western mindset. That is huge. Huge. It makes the Bible come alive in, in like a whole new way. Yeah. So just even applying that when you read the word, like, and like when words pop up and, and like, things pop up that you don't understand, like looking it up and like you do this a lot too. Oh, like super important. Just have that visual of what's going on in that time period um, really helps to like have the word come alive mm -hmm. because if you can get into your word and the, and the word is so deep, like I can read something today and read that same scripture a year from now and it can completely look, um, different. look different for me. Yeah. And it's so wild and the word of God is living that way. And so if you're not studying right now, I would encourage you to begin because it's, it's huge. It's huge. And the thing is, is you'll, you sit there and you think, I won't understand this or I need somebody to help me. Or you'll just only listen to Bible teachers. And I hey, listen, I'm big on listening to great men of God teach me things. Yeah. Phenomenal. But I'll, I'll give you a great example is when we, me and Tom went to visit his dad, we had just prayed or we had months before that months, six months had prayed for his healing. He received Jesus Christ as his Lord and savior, got saved, cancer completely out of his body, mm. confounded the doctors. We go and see him. Now he's moved to Tennessee. We go and see him. It might be almost a year. Yeah. And I remember the, the cancer was back. And he was just devastated. And I remember sitting in his basement and saying to him that he was saved, confirming he was saved. But then I began to break down what was done for him on the cross and that salvation and the stripes that Jesus bore. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I needed no man to tell me that the right. same thing that was done on Calvary, the three things that were done on Calvary were offered to us. But a lot of times people don't understand those revelations because they never read the word. Mm. They never study out the word. So they need a man to tell them Come that on. you don't need a man to tell you Come that on. like that was not new. That was revelation knowledge mm. that came through the word of God that no man needs to yeah. teach you. 
because he will teach you. Absolutely. He will teach you all things. So I just sit there and I think back to that one time where it's like, it's so interesting that I've heard so many strong faith mm. teachers teach this. And then I realized mm. like, I needed no faith teacher to mm. teach me that. That's something I just knew because it's in the word. God will do the same yeah, thing for you. You absolutely. don't need, it's, there's no mystery that you can't unfold that's in the word. If absolutely. you study it out. Study. Yeah, just study. Come on. It, it's wonderful. It is a wonderful thing. For you to receive revelation knowledge through the word that God has revealed to mm. you versus Couple, you having to have a truth. man teach you. That's for me, truth. it's like, that's when you know I'm connecting. Mm. Me and God, we're on the same page. We're, like we're connecting. Yeah. You know, when you don't have to have, because he will. You just got to put the time in. Absolutely. You got to love him enough to put that time in. Yeah. So go ahead. Tell me. Yeah. Let's so go there's the next prayer. One. There's prayer. We just touched on Bible study and then worship. Um, and when I think when I think about worship, I always my brain always goes back to the story of Paul and Silas. They had just been flogged. Yeah, which is like if you A look big that old up, beaten. Yeah, not good. Yeah, not good. And then put into prison. Okay, if anyone had an excuse to complain, it would be Paul mm -hmm. and Silas. Okay. Yeah. Yet their response to that was to worship the Lord. Yeah. And what happens? The prison doors opened and they were, you know, and if you read the story and you can find that story in Acts. Do we want to read that really quick? 16. Yep. Starting at verse uh, 23, they were severely beaten and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Not not only the chains on Paul and Silas, but every single prisoner that was in that prison. Can you imagine they were it says in the scripture they were listening to them as Come they worshiped. On. So Just what was going on within them? Why did the why did the why did the chains fall off of not only mm. Paul and Silas, but all the prisoners? What was going on in their hearts yeah. and what was God working on in mm -hmm. them? He was proving who he was. Even as they were worshiping, as they were listening, yeah. as they were receiving. Yeah. What we do yeah. matters, matters because it affects everyone around us. You and that right there just you, shows it. You change the atmosphere of uh, any yeah. place that you walk into. Okay. In the happy and the tough times. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. And the jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. Woo! Amen. And they shared the, the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. 
Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought. I'm it? not. <laughs> he brought them into his house and set a meal before them, and he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. That and whole family was transformed all by worship, all through worship. Come on. After somebody was beaten, flogging was like the worst that could have ever happened. Flogging, like it's it's 39 lashes. And if anybody studied flogging, it was horrendous. Yeah. But then to worship yeah. after you've been flogged. And anybody who understands like what happened to people, if you were um if you were in charge of prisoners and one got away, your life was taken. That's why he was gonna take his own life because yeah. he knew he would die. Yeah. That's why when Jesus was crucified. And he was no longer in that tomb, and all of those soldiers still lived. Mm. See, if he really, and they paid, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they paid those soldiers mm. so they would lie and say that someone came and got him. Yeah. Everybody should have known. It's like COVID. Everybody should have known that it's, yeah. it's not real based on how everything's played out. But the same thing with Jesus. When he came out and, like, he was resurrection, resurrected. Everybody, based on how the soldiers mm. were not killed, mm-hmm. should have known something's not right here. Yep. This smells. This yeah. stinks. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not how this usually goes yeah. down. Yeah, that's good. It's powerful. It is. So, like, to win the lost mm-hmm. in the midst of me, this is just goes to show you how you respond to a situation. Oof, how on. you respond to a situation. Makes or breaks not only yourself but the others around you. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, can you can rise to the occasion, or you can go straight down to the mully grubs. Yep. It's it's a big deal, huge, huge deal. And because of that, well, worship is is yeah. like that, that's your go to man, and, and that's that I think. There's something about music that's why Satan fell yeah. prey to it, mm-hmm. and I think. It's so sad, like I've talked about this before, but we have major artists that are phenomenal singers mm-hmm. and great talent. And to not use that talent for the Lord is such a, yeah. it's so disheartening because the lives that could be changed simply through their gifts and their talents. Absolutely, and it's why I feel like the enemy attacks it so hard. Oh yeah. I mean, wasn't he like the the ultimate the worship the pastor yeah. in heaven? he was it. He was the, he was I it. Mean, he knows he the power of it. So he knows exactly the power behind our worship. Oh yeah. How it can change lives, how it can save households. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Yeah. And so but it but it also was not just the soldier, but it was the prisoners then themselves. Yeah. And they listened yeah. to them worship. Yeah. So things were going on within themselves too. Yeah. But go ahead. So we go to worship and then we go to fellowship. Okay, so fellowship was one of those essentials where I thought, you know what? Fellowship is like extra credit. It's like optional, right? We don't. Although it says in the Bible not to forsake the assembling of yourselves together, but yeah. Yeah, but because. Because as long as there's a good baseball game or my child has a gymnastic thing, and just just so you know, the secret word for the day is stupid. Stupid Because it's stupid to think that you don't need fellowship. 359. 
Stupid. Uh, stupid is not a cuss word. Yeah. Although some people have taught their kids stupid. that it is. Yeah, none Tracy. of the kids are allowed to say uh, that. No kids are allowed to say it. My my nature w- uh, was kind of to be a loner. Like I didn't I didn't require a lot of friendships growing up. I was just kind of like like you're happy. Yeah, I was just content. 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 So I thought if I do do fellowship, it's like extra credit. But the the more I leaned into the other essentials, the more the Lord increased my territory in that in that area of my life. And so the last uh, couple of years, the Lord had put on my heart heavily for women. And I had no idea he was doing the same for Tracy. If, if you want to put yourself on, oh, um, yeah. maybe okay. even, and, and maybe even chime in. And oh. um, we launched a, a woman's uh, group that meets every Tuesday. Um, and... How many women do you have on average? So on, we have an online presence that we kind of like chime in we uh, on a daily basis of about like 30 plus women, mm-hmm. maybe even 40 hey, at that's, this point. That's, listen, 40 is the average size of most churches. I know. So you have a small church. <laughs> and then um, about- You, my friend, have a small church. <laughs> 20 to 25 women who will attend in person every Tuesday, and that's not including children. Right. Um, and it's the most life-giving, beautiful, amazing, all the ad- good adjectives. Wouldn't you agree? A hundred percent. Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over awesome. here like. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing when you can have a group of women come together and not be catty, love, a- and, love each right. other, mm-hmm. and actually want what's best for each other. Yeah. Yes. Because normally that's not women. Right. When they're not, this is not normal. What we have not, going on, but but when you have when you have all women striving for what God has for them and to be the best them that God's called them to be, yeah. that's what you're going to get. And when you're teaching them mm-hmm. properly, yeah, iron sharpens iron. And I was just going to say, like, I have a group of forty women who's never who who are never going to let me get dull, ever. It's truth. Though. Heather would put me in my place in a second. Heather loves putting sure. everybody in their place. What are you talking about? <laughs> Heather lives for the day. <laughs> She's just waiting for you to trip and up. We, I'm just kidding. And we have seen like healings. We have seen answered prayers. We have seen so many things. Like it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and he's only he's just getting started with us. Yeah, and you know what We're I just think? scratching the surface. Well, I love about your group, and lots of women can. Nobody, everybody doesn't need to join your group. Yeah. What people need to do is cultivate their own True. group. Amen. Yeah. I okay. Mean, yeah. Because I the thing that. is, is not everybody is going to fit into each mold. But what happens is, if God bursts something in you, like yeah. He did you and Tracy, mm-hmm. then you find your own people, and mm-hmm. then you guys do the same yeah. and become that unit. But I will say to this is, in not just yours, but I've seen in other strong Bible studies, because we have several of them in our church, right? Not like yours just recently became under Mm -hmm. the church, right? Mm -hmm. You've asked to be under your your group to be under the church, Um, which is not the easiest. Uh, We don't, we don't, We'll have people do Bible studies and they can come to church and they yeah. can have their own Bible study. We're, we're totally fine with that. Yeah. But for it to be under the church's covering, covering yeah. that just doesn't happen yeah. because we're very, very cautious because now we're very responsible yeah, right, for absolutely. what you guys do. But there's plenty of great Bible studies at our church that are not under 
Foundation Church. And what they're doing is they're seeing the same thing. Mm. What I love about each of these groups, we'll speak specifically to yours, but it would apply to many of these, is because of the fellowship, you guys have seen people walk through Mm. some extremely difficult times. You've held the hands up of these individuals. You've been the Aaron um, Mm. for, Mm -hmm. you know, for the Moses, right? Like you've helped hold up the hand of the weakling and made them become strong again Mm -hmm. and be able to stand on their own two feet again. And so I just, for me, those are the, those are the tougher things because you guys have also been together for some of the most joyful joy, like people, a lot of these girls have had babies. Mm -hmm. So you guys have celebrated births, celebrated uh, relationships, all these kinds of great things. Those are easy things and they are fun and they are great. Yeah. But then there are the times that you got to like, people have had difficult marriages. You guys have to like walk people through getting through to the other side of a difficult marriage where now that marriage is whole and strong and, you know, um, and telling people, biblically speaking, okay, you yeah. don't get to walk out. You got to you yeah. gotta stick this out. But guess what? You got a bunch of girls behind you that are going to help yep. you see, see you through. Or maybe yeah. their kids aren't saved. And yeah. you guys are mm. all walking through with people. Like those are yeah. the, that's why fellowship it's is important. huge. It's not optional. I will, let me, so um, mm-hmm. Logan is new. <laughs> what? They're over here crying. You're over there crying? <laughs> oh dear, me oh my. I feel like Barbara Walters right now. (laughs) Sarah's not pregnant, but she says she's crying. Like, Logan, you're newly saved. Would you say you'd be as strong as you are right now in your walk if you didn't have... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to consider partially that that's baby. Baby talking. We're talking about the Aaron and her and Moses. It's just... Our group has lost children this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but we but we also have life. So yeah, <laughs> rallied we're around with each other. Yeah, and we're uh-huh. lifting each other up. That's yeah. right. Yeah. In the same breath. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah because you have you've had uh, girlfriends lose and miscarriages mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. Those are tough. Listen, come yeah. from coming from somebody who had a miscarriage. That that was that was a rough yeah. experience that you just never think that you'll right. walk through. Yeah. But listen, if you have a strong team around you yeah you can make it through anything oh absolutely anything and sarah like you you've been in and out of church pretty much a long time right and i you've even said to me this is the first time ever in your walk with the lord in out of the out of a walk with god that you've ever had a good strong i mean because people that aren't saved still have a a team that they can have around them right Mm -hmm. that they can enjoy but even that, mm-hmm. and, th- and that can be good because there are good people out there that will that will fellowship and have fun together. It usually involves drinking and stuff like that, but it's still like <laughs> it's still like if they're in needs, their their team are, is around them, right? But you even said this is your first time ever that you can say that's the case for you, correct? And you're a part of Vanessa and Tracy's hub group and Logan is too, but it makes a difference because you're fighting tooth and nail for your family right now. So I think 
I can project from here. Yeah. I, oh, I you're a great, great you projector. Up. She was a director. <laughs> I turned you up too. Actually, truthfully, she was a director, so she can project. Um, I have, even though I've been in and out of church, I've always prayed. I've always read my Bible. I've always made worship a priority. But it wasn't until I found other women to do what we're saying, to hold up my arms, to... Yep. Pray with me, to believe yeah. with me. Um, you know, we're the body of Christ. We can't operate just as a hand by itself. Yeah. Right. We need each other. And those connections were missing from my life. And so it's been a, it's a huge part of just the, the growth that I've seen in the last yeah. year is to have, I could pick up my phone at any hour of the day <laughs> and text anybody, any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and, which, and getting a reply. Like, yeah. Right. What's so funny is they're there for you. Sarah and I went to lunch. When Sarah first started mm-hmm. coming, I don't do this hardly at all. Um, but Sarah, I don't know what God, God just, mm. God was like, that's going to be your little project, right? That's your little girl. <laughs> and not a project in a bad way. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's more like yeah. that's your investment, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God makes you invest yeah. in people, I love that. Yeah. right? And I can't invest in everybody, right. but then God will just bring one yeah. past you, mm-hmm. and He'll say that's that's yours right there. So I would I I remember me and Sarah going to lunch, and me saying to Sarah, "Now Sarah, I have a group of women, and I really think you need to go to this hub group, and I think that you would really do." No, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. I've done that before, kind of thing. I've done that before. It's not worked out. I usually don't like them. And I'm like, I promise you, you will love them. They're your kind of people. You should just go visit one time. Yeah. And reluctantly, she did. And now you can't keep you out because they are your people. God puts people together. Yes. And they become your people. Mm -hmm. And it's been the best thing. But you have to. You What you did is you didn't say no. Mm -hmm. You said, I'll try. Yeah. And if people would just do that, mm. oh my just gosh. Show up. Amen. Oh, I keep banging this. They, if they okay. would just try, mm-hmm. they would like radically change their life. Yep. Put yourself out there. Yeah. And be open minded. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just try and like go there mm. with attitude. You go there and you like, okay, I am going to try this. I'm going to be yeah. open minded. I'm going to have a good attitude. Yeah. And watch and see because mm-hmm. it will, it will, it'll change everything. When the Lord is in it. It will change. It, it will change your life. Amen. It will. So fellowship is that's, huge. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's ten it. minutes over. We did pretty dang good. <laughs> we yeah. did good. We did good. And I'm still sweating. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So with, I don't. No, smell. she does not smell. I don't smell. Sweet. She smell. I'm sitting here. She smells fantastic. <laughs> Great. So, um, you definitely need the palate. So let me ask you guys really fast. Yeah. Four essentials. How many of you guys apply them on a daily basis? Yes. Has would you say the four essentials is what really mm-hmm. takes your walk with God to the next level on a daily basis? Hundred percent. I would say the same thing with mm-hmm. for myself yeah. too. I don't know on the days that I don't hit those four mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. I know yeah. I can feel and see a difference. Yep. And then you're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to do them. It, it is the word is I think. Outside of prayer and communion with the Lord, the word is, I think, the, the like top. Yeah. It's praying and the word are the two biggest things that you just, 
you, they're a must. Yeah, 100%. They're a must because you can get on the phone with a friend mm-hmm. and that take care of that and you can listen to some great worship music. But I'm just telling you, the yeah. word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. If you want to make sure that you are completely connected and growing, that's the key. Yeah, 100%. That's it. So do you got anything else to add? I've got, that was it. That was it. That's Beauty. all I got for that you. That was it. Listen. Oh my gosh. Painless. Look at that. I told you it'd be painless. Maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> well, you probably will end up doing it again. It's going to be painless. I'm just saying. Peanut gallery. Do you have anything to add? Um, I have one thing to add. Please. Okay. So I've been in church my whole life yeah. and I know like just turn your ears off for a second. Um, pastors, like Why? the fact that like we have strong pastors that don't allow things to happen in our church the gossip and the slander, like even from the pulpit, like it's not allowed in our church. So because you don't allow certain stuff like that in our church, you don't bring husband and wives that cultivate that or they don't stay. So it's easy for Vanessa and I to have this group because there's so many Mm like-minded people that you guys attract in this church and repel from this church. So I sit there with like 25 women and we're all like-minded. It's, it's mind blowing. I've been in church for a very long time. It's it's not normal. Every once in a while I'll find like a unicorn, like, you know, and it's like, there's always a unicorn. Right. Of course there's, well, in in a good way. They'll either adjust and become a a godly, (laughs) spiritually minded individual and die to their flesh. Right. Yeah. Logan's saying me (laughs) or yes. They head out the door. Yeah, exactly. And and it's nice because we have so many unicorns at this point yes. and, and it's mind blowing because they're just like ready for it. But I know that they sit under Pastor Tom, so they have to be okay with this word every single Sunday. And so that's why I think it's so important to find a good church. It's like, huge. You know, I think it's great to, what I feel like is missing so much in churches today is what I call the Joyce Meyer principle, mm-hmm. and I and I I'm like I hope this doesn't offend anybody. I love mm-hmm. Joyce Meyer, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I, I love Joyce Meyer is life application. Yeah, mm-hmm. she teaches now. She's gone a little woke, yeah. slightly. Yeah. God bless her. I love her, but mm-hmm. the one thing that she doesn't do is enable people to enable their bad behavior. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She doesn't allow people to make excuses and yeah. she doesn't allow you to live by your feelings. Yeah. And then she expects you to apply the word and daily yeah. use right. it right. in a life applicable way. Right. And Tom Lipley is, <laughs> and people have told me this yeah. many times, except he has never gone woke. Tom Lipley <laughs> is the Joyce Meyer. Yeah, I see that. Of, because everything, it's great to tell you your ship's coming in. If you do this, you're getting that. All of that is great. And all of it is the word. And I believe every single word of it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that though? Right. You got to apply it. Right. How do you apply it? If you're never taught it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're never taught it, then you're always waiting. That was me. That's the problem Mm -hmm. with churches today though. That was me. If they don't teach you that the blessings are coming in, then you're just believing, like Tom said, it'll happen when I go to heaven. Mm. God's good until you. Until God's you get to good heaven. until you, yeah, yeah. God's good Amen. when you get to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. So for me, it's yeah. like uh, there's got to be where you know how to live each day mm. out and to receive the promises that are promised. Yeah. How do you get to that yeah. place? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's. And that's why I love the four essentials. It's so huge. practical. It's, you can apply it immediately. You can apply yeah. it today. Mm-hmm. 100%. Why don't, yeah. you, why don't we talk about that? Why don't you yeah, leave people absolutely. to the Lord? I love it. Because I make my guests 
people. I I'm here for it. Very end. Because I didn't want to scare the duty out of you, but <laughs> she wouldn't have ever gotten in that seat. Potentially. Listen, if if you were listening, whether live or on the replay, and your heart is just pounding because you know that what we just spoke about, you want, you want that joy, you want that peace, you don't, you don't want to wrestle with anxiety anymore yeah. or with fear, and I just feel like right now that that the Lord has already been softening your heart. And today was just like the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself in that place where you're ready, you're ready to accept God as Jesus, as your personal savior, I would love for you to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I acknowledge that I am a man. I am a woman in need of a savior. I turn my back on sin. I repent of all that I've done to break your heart, all the sin that I've done. And I acknowledge that you are the way, you are the life. And no one can come unto the Father unless through you. And I just, I just choose you, I choose you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer today, I encourage you, get plugged into a local church. Get plugged in. If you're local to, to Southwest Florida, come. Meet yeah. me at the door. I'm a greeter. <laughs> or if you're not local to this place, find a community, find a church, find a community that you can get plugged into and then watch us online. <laughs> yeah, it's a must. It you is. You got to watch us online. Um. And yeah, and, and practice the four essentials starting right now, starting today. It's never, you're not, it's not, you're never too late to start. So Man, it's so true. Never do, put off today or never put off tomorrow, which you can do today. Yeah. It's that important because if you are not saved, you are not promised tomorrow. But once you are saved, that's one of your promises. Long life will I give you Psalm 91. And so like, like most people are afraid they're going to die yeah. young, but you don't have to live in that fear. If you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, that fear is dead and gone. Psalm 91 mm. is yours for the taking and then you all, all you got to do is take yeah. it. So thank you for joining in. Thank you for staying for almost 20 minutes late. But <laughs> listen, I'm just saying like super Super important, and sometimes you just got to go long. Yeah. And if people have to get off, then they get off. But otherwise, you can watch hashtag replay. Come on. Per Sarah. <laughs> hashtag replay. And then you'll get it all, right? Yep. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining in. We'll see you on Friday. Oh, and Tom Lipley. Why don't you tell him? What? Tell him what's going on, girl. Oh, hey. Hey. We have a special guest, and... Let's see. Ooh, Can you here. get it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Do I, I need to it. stall? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. All oh, right. Oh, my gosh. Let's, Look let's at cut that. right to this. Look at He's coming. Sweet little couple. His people have confirmed it with my people. Yep. And we have him coming on December 22nd, the last podcast before we go off into holiday heaven. Oblivion. Mark your Christmas calendars. Heaven. <laughs> Christmas heaven. Yes. Christmas <laughs> week. <laughs> Uh, I got the two little girls doing fists in the air. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready. They're ready for the, the, well, Brinley calls him Tunkle. Yeah. 
So oh. Brinley's ready for her tunkle to be on the podcast. She'll be in here, I'm sure, cheering him on versus me because that's <laughs> normally how it goes until she really wants something. And then she comes to me. Yeah. So love you guys. See you on Friday. And thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.